Amen. Amen. I know we've already done it, but uh, I, I feel it would be appropriate for it just to do it one more time. All across the building, could we just stand to our feet? Could we lift our hands into the Lord? Uh, and I, I just feel we just need a breakthrough just a little bit further before we proceed. I, I believe God wants to do something in this place. Uh, your, your leadership's already mentioned it, but there's just kind of a heaviness that we're trying to, uh, there's a wall we're needing to push past. And uh, uh, my estimation is, is that whenever you come against a wall, it's because there's stuff on the other side. Amen. Amen. So I don't want to miss anything that God has for us. So I'm asking that you would close your eyes that you would focus your mind on the Lord. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of distractions in our minds this morning. Uh, that's not just natural, uh, but that's the manifestation of the enemy. We're going to take dominion and authority over that. All across the building, close your eyes, lift your voice. If you have the Holy Ghost, uh, I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost till you feel the liberty of the Spirit. I don't want you to pray with timidity. I want you to open up your mouth. Come on, elder. I need you to lift your voice. Come on, youth. I need you to open up your mouth. We're binding every spirit of timidity. Come on. I want us to pray till we feel faith enter the room. Oh, Park Pentecostals, lift your voice and begin to worship God. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We're commanding liberty to enter the room this morning. We're commanding liberty to enter the room this morning. I bind every distracting spirit. I bind every spirit of intimidation. Open up your mouth and pray with me a little bit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we're commanding every shackle to be broken this morning. Holy Ghost, give us liberty one more time. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Why don't you shout unto God with the voice of triumph? Lift your voice and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Amen, 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 amen. Amen, so good, so good to be all the way up here in Indiana. So good to have my wife with me. Uh, she's actually not too far out from here. She's from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and uh, her good friend, Chloe, as well, a phenomenal singer uh, and worship leader, talented and anointed. Uh, beyond that, uh, it is awesome to be here with the author family. Uh, uh, I, I, I met these guys. I was telling my wife, but these guys, they're, they're like off a movie scene. I don't know if you know. I mean, they're just always slick. I mean, they, they just... Uh, and so I met them, met them a few years ago, and uh, I always knew they had tremendous potential. It's so good to see what the Lord is doing in them. Now, I give honor to your senior pastor, even in his absence. How many of you guys are thankful for him? Yeah. Amen, amen. I'm not going to take too much of your time. Uh, if you can turn your attention to Mark chapter 9. Uh, thank you so much for the music. Uh, it's just been an incredible time uh, being able to partake of worship with you. Thank you so much. Amen. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. I'm going to start with verse 14. Amen. Mark chapter 9. If you're there, say amen. amen. If you're there, say amen. 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 Mark chapter 9. We're going to start with verse 14. Amen. And it says, and when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and the scribes disputing with them immediately. When they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? 
verse 17. Then one of the crowds answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes at the teeth, and becomes rigid. Amen. Everybody say rigid. So I spoke to your disciples uh, that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. I want you to see what Jesus does. Then they brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed in him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? He says, and he says, from his childhood, and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help him. Amen. Uh, I want to talk about uh, dealing with a faithless generation, dealing with a faithless generation. Uh, I do believe the Lord's kind of given me a word. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, that we don't have uh, some extra time to get to know each other on a more personal level. I pray the Lord would allow us that opportunity to do that some other time. Uh, but I'm just going to have you act like you know me, and I'm going to act like I know you. Amen. And we're just, we're just going to act like family for the next little bit. Uh, this, is, this is your May of miracles. Amen. This is your May of miracles. Your executive pastor came up here and said, you know, this is so something along the line, this is the slimmest crowd we've had in a while to say something like that. Uh, you know, uh, I don't blame your pastor. That's actually my fault. Amen. Uh, my wife can attest to this. Uh, it's, it happens at least two to three times out of the month that we go out and preach. The pastor will look at me. He's like, I don't know what happened, but the attendance is just so low this morning. Uh, I have the anointing of Gideon. I can slim a crowd down. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and I've kind of accepted it. I was over there in the corner. I was like, God, why don't you just make me like these other great evangelists? Whenever they show up, I mean, they just, they bring the whole city. I'm the opposite. Whenever people show up, the saints don't know what to do. Amen. But uh, <laughs> there's, there's always purpose to that. We're going to plow a little bit. We're going to plow a little bit. Uh, I was in here in prayer last night. The Lord spoke to me some specific things about this city, uh, some specific things that are going on. And so we're going we're gonna to deal with that. Uh, and uh, uh, God's gonna God's gonna give us some dominion over uh, over some things uh, this morning. Amen. Amen. I want you to set your Bibles down. Uh, if you're standing next to family, if you're standing next to family, I want you to grab them by the hand. If you're not, but you feel comfortable uh, connecting with somebody next to you, why don't you connect with them? We're gonna pray uh, for just a few moments. Uh, we're gonna pray for just a few moments. I feel like in the in the distance, I could feel hell trembling right now. Uh, because he's not wanting to be exposed, uh, but but I feel like my assignment here is to expose uh, uh, the plans of the enemy. I want you to pray with me. I want you to pray with that hand that you're holding, and, and I don't want you to pray a timid prayer. I want you to pray for them like you want them to pray for you. I want you to pray for them like you want them to pray for you. I want you to pray like you didn't pray this prayer last Sunday and the Sunday before. Come on, church. I want you to pray like you've been given fresh faith, like God's put a fresh anointing on you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we take dominion and authority, God, over every hindering spirit that would come against your presence. We pray, God, that there would be a loosening of the rhema word this morning. Allow prophetic unction to begin to flow out of this place. 
do with us like you did in the temple. Allow waters to flow out of the altar. Let it manifest itself in the city. We're praying, God, that it would reach every broken home. We're praying, God, that it would reach every person of influence. We're praying, God, that every religious spirit would be broken. Manifest yourself in every traditional household. We're praying, God, that you would reach where we cannot. Let the power of the Holy Ghost begin to fall. We break every spirit that is demonic and hellish. But we lose the power of the Spirit of God. Lift your voice and pray with me, church. Come on, clap your hands. Clap your hands. Don't do it because I'm asking. Do it because he's worthy. Come on, church. Praise the Lord. Can you lift your voice and just praise the Lord for a little bit? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Feels a lot better in this house. Amen. Look at two or three people. Tell them God's about to do something. Come on, look at them with faith. I want you to look at two or three people. Don't look at me. I want you to look at two or three people. Say it with faith. I want you to look them in the eyes and tell them God's about to do something. Amen. Some of you spouses need to look at your spouse and tell them, you know the hell you've been walking through. Tell them God's about to do something. Come on. I need some of you to have enough faith to look at your neighbor that you know is struggling with sickness and infirmity or been going through something and look at them in the eye and tell them God's about to do something. Amen, amen, amen. I feel faith. Let's go. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I, I, I want to help you understand that God is a God of principles, patterns, and structure. Amen. Uh, that God is not only artistic, but scientific. Amen. Uh, that God is so diverse in his nature uh, that the psalmist explained it this way. This is uh, David speaking in Psalms chapter 8 verse 1. And, and, and when David begins to elaborate in Psalms chapter 8 verse 1, uh, David is speaking of the glory and the power of God. And David begins to explain that when he considered the work uh, of God's fingers, uh, when he considered the moon and the stars that he made he began to say oh lord our lord how excellent is your name in all the earth he said who has set your glory amen above the heavens that that's how powerful god is that david came to the revelation he said your glory is set above the heavens can i tell you this that scientists would attempt to tell us that space is actually ever growing it has never reached a limitation and David is looking at the greatness of God and he's saying even when we extend ourselves to the very end we've yet to come in contact with how powerful your glory is can I tell you it only takes a memory to remember how powerful your God is 
Amen, amen, amen. He he he's relaying this this this. He's relaying uh, uh, this 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 uh, this these attributes to the Lord, and 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 as he's doing so, he continues, uh, and he begins to say that out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, or babes and sucklings, the King James would allude to. You have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you might silence the enemy and the avenger. I want you to realize that God is so powerful that David said that he can take the infant among you and use him to beat any mature enemy. I want you to realize that God is so powerful that he would avoid using the religious Pentecostal and find a drug addict or a drug dealer that's willing to get hungry enough for his presence and use him to take territory for the kingdom of God. God is not concerned concerned about your maturity he's concerned about your hunger Don't look at me religious here this morning. Amen. Amen. I want you to remind, I want to remember, I want you to remember that God has never been persuaded by people with a pedigree. Amen. I think sometimes we can get hold of Pentecostal tradition so long that we forget that it is only tradition and it is not present power. Amen. You cannot look at past miracles and expect that to carry you through tomorrow's issues. Can I tell you, there has to come a place where you let go of tradition and you're able to wrestle with the reality of God's essence that if he was able to do it back then that God is still powerful to do it today can I talk to you Oakwood Pentecostal don't tell me about the miracles he did last year but can you tell me what he did this morning what is he delivering this morning where is he breaking through this morning he's the same God yesterday today and forevermore Shout yes. Amen. 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 This, 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 this is, this is the God that you serve. Amen. Amen. He says, uh, when I consider the moon and the stars, works of thy fingers, he said, uh, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Uh, David reflects and he's attempting uh, to wrap his mind around God's consideration. He says, uh, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Uh, I, I, I believe the reason why David would say this is because David understands the essence of man. Amen. Uh, a lot of times uh, we can't engage in praise because we have an improper perspective. Amen. Because praise is determined upon perspective. Amen. You don't have to conjure somebody to praise God when they have an appropriate perspective. Uh, but sometimes we struggle with spiritual amnesia. Amen. Uh, we can forget everything that God did. That, 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 that is the issue of an answered prayer. Amen. Uh, the issue of an answered prayer is that you will assume the answered prayer deteriorated from who God was because you needed him when you needed the miracle but now that you have the miracle you forget who he is 
Amen, 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 amen. When, 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 when you didn't have the kid, you were the one at the altar praying for God to bless you and touch you and, and provide a miracle. When you didn't have the job, you were the one who was praising and worshiping God for God to open a door. And, and the issue that can occur is that you can become in love with the miracle and forget the God who performed the miracle. And I want to remind you today, I want to put things back into perspective. The reason why we come into the house with thanksgiving and why we worship God is because we have a proper perspective of his presence. That it was that God who delivered me when no one else was thinking about me. When I was broke down and no one else would talk to me. When I didn't know what to do with myself. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers. What is man that thou art mindful? I realize who he is and who I would be without him. Amen, 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 amen. You got to be careful with closet Pentecostals. Now get in church a little bit. Know how to put their tie on correct. Amen. Know how to say the right things. How you doing? Well, God's been good. Amen. You know, they know how to argue with the spouse on the way to church, but then act like they were pray- talking in tongues when they came in. Amen. Amen. You got to be careful with closet Pentecostals. Amen. Because uh, the same closet Pentecostal will show up in church and just sit there like a mule uh, stuck, at a, stuck at a closed gate and not know what to do. I mean, as, if, as if they forgot that it was God, amen, who was the one who delivered them and set them free. Uh, uh, if, if I feel like I'm dealing with anything this morning, uh, I'm dealing with the effect of a silent generation. Amen. A silent generation. You, 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 you have to realize that when, uh, that when David is, uh, when David is speaking in Psalms chapter eight, uh, he reflects on the creation of God. Amen. He, he, he pulls back from God's, uh, uh, from God's, uh, from God's, uh, days of creating the beginning. He pulls back uh, to God's Genesis moment. Not that God came into existence, uh, but that everything we know about God came into existence because God had to create a format in which he would speak and deal with people. And so uh, uh, John would elaborate that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and all things were made by him and without him was not there anything made. And, and, and David is pulling from that moment, the moment that God was in the beginning and God uh, began to say, let there be light. And it was. And God said, uh, God said, uh, uh, let, let, let there be a divide between uh, the firmament and it was and God would speak uh, into existence animals and God would speak into existence stars and, and this is the process in which God begins to work and all of a sudden after God comes to that place uh, God decides that he's wanting to make man and in his attempt to make man he does not pull man from anything else but he pulls man out of the mess and when he pulls man out of the mess he breathes into man the breath of life to allow spirit and mess to coexist and after you see the foreshadowing of the new birth experience because water spirit mixes with mess to create a new man God begins to flow and allow that man to steward his gift and can I tell you that Adam was the embodiment and the foreshadowing of uh, the man that we would call Christ Jesus because just as man was uh, created by God and and God would use flesh and God would use 
used mass and spirit to create man, God would do the same thing for Jesus Christ because you see that it was Mary who was uh, uh, who was moved on by the Holy Ghost and it would be that exact moment that God would tabernacle himself. He would dwell in flesh and it was at that place that God became a man and the man God walked among us. Can I talk to oneness people this morning? It was not the son who came down. It wasn't just the spirit who came down but it was God all by himself who wrapped himself in flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as the only amen amen, amen. And, and this is this is this is when we begin to understand God's power that God's power is found in his voice because uh, because uh, Adam and Eve walked around and the first thing that God needed Adam to exercise was his ability to speak God said uh, Adam I need you to name everything amongst you that you see and so God would allow uh, various animals to come in front of Adam and Adam would begin to call out its name and he would say that's donkey that's uh, that's a lemur amen that's a cat uh, 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 that's a dog and he would go one after the other and and I don't believe that the reason this happened was because God ran out of creative power uh, God is limitless God did not run out of creative power but God needed to verify that Adam can connect his mouth to God's mind and so God had to allow a stage to be set where God would bring about an animal and he would stand at the distance to see what Adam would call it because he needed to know can you connect your mouth to my mind I need to know can you not only look like me but can you think like me and talk like me and that is the dilemma of the 21st century apostolic church is because we are embodying a form of godliness but we're denying the power thereof because we don't know how to think and talk like God we got the right clothes on we look apostolic we even can walk apostolic but sometimes we don't sound apostolic and when God allows you to come into the building he allows sickness to walk by you to see what you're gonna call it is it just gonna be sickness or is it an opportunity for God to demonstrate his power he allows bondage to walk by you and say what are you gonna call this is this just going to be bondage or is this going to be an opportunity for me to demonstrate who I am can I ask you this morning can you connect your mouth to his mind? Man, amen. This, this, is, this is the struggle that we find ourselves in. Is that, is that we, we have lost the art of speaking to things. We, we have lost the ability to speak to things. We, we, we don't know how to, how to, how to flow with what the spirit is saying amen and that's why Jesus would have to say repeatedly over and over and over again he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying because the work of the kingdom always starts off in the prophetic it starts off in the place where God is speaking where nothing exists something that can exist and we are disconnected from the voice of the spirit isn't it interesting that that down below the mountain that they were not engaging in the prophetic but they were engaging in discussion I talked to us this morning what you find is is that Jesus takes Peter James and John 
And they ascend to a high place. Everybody say a high place. Everybody say a high place. They ascend into a high place. And in that high place, they have an experience uh, that, that, that no one else was able to have. Amen. Because Jesus is transfigured. And Moses and Elijah make their way on that mountain. And they're discussing with Jesus. Amen. And can I tell you that they had an experience with their eyes. But down below the mountain, they were just having an experience with their mouth. The Bible says... In Mark chapter 9 and it starts with verse 14 as the scripture begins to relay the story it says that the disciples were discussing with the Pharisees it is the decline of an apostolic person when you go from what you're seeing to only what you're discussing I got tight on me real quick we, we, we have entered a place where we talk about things we don't see anymore. You can stay quiet if you want to. I love you. Amen. 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 Because, because it is a descension. I want you to understand that. Because uh, uh, the high place is where you see the power of God. Amen. But the low place is when you can only sing and talk about the power you've never seen before. We could sing about it. We could talk about it. But don't know the last time we saw it. The struggle comes in, amen, when you can talk about God delivering, but you're still bound. Uh, the, the, the issue comes in when you can talk about God setting you free, but, 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 but you don't know the last time you felt liberty. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and Jesus had to come down to where they were because they did not go up to where he was at. Amen. And they went from seeing to discussing. Amen. And the issue with discussion is that demons love discussions. Demons love discussions. Amen. Hath God said did he really say that? Did he tell you? Did he really put it that way? So, so we're, we're just engaging discussion. We're just trying to discuss. I, I mean, did, did he really put it that way? Amen. Uh, how many people aren't here because they fell in the trap of discussing things they should have been taking dominion over? I'm tapping a nerve and I'm trying to act like I don't feel it just so I don't get in trouble. I, I really am. But you and I both know that there's a group of people not here today. Amen. Because they fell in the trap of discussion. Amen. Because we were willing to discuss with demons that we should have been taking dominion over. And I'm talking to families that are willing to discuss with spirits that you have authority over. And we wonder why we're not seeing the power. Man, and so, 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 so here's the struggle. <laughs> Amen. I'm trying not to get in trouble. Help me. Just here's the struggle we can fall into. Here's the struggle as, as, as Pentecostals. We have to ask ourselves, uh, when's the last time we had an experience, not an explanation? Uh, New Testament form of conversion was experience-based. 
We've moved to explanation-based. Because we've descended the mountain. I'm not not telling you that that we should avoid explanation. We need to have a reason for the faith that's within us. Uh, But but the issue that we're finding is, is that when we only have an explanation, and we never have an experience, and, 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 and we don't we don't know how to function here here's what you have to realize as apostolics we're called to function in the realm of the unknown Amen. tarry in jerusalem till you're endued with power from on high wait till you experience something unknown Amen. And when you experience something unknown, Peter, I'll give you the explanation to follow. This is that that was prophesied by Joel in the last days. Saith God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen. Amen. So, 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 so the unknown uh, gives us access uh, to places uh, we have not been before. But, but, but the issue with stagnant water is what was once good for you can now actually kill you. When we're not moving and we're not growing, I'm not talking collectively, I'm talking personally. When we're not moving and we're not growing and, and, and we become stagnant and we don't know the last time the pillar of fire moved or, 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 or the cloud that was by day moved, can I tell you, we can fall into the issue of becoming stagnant and every single time you stay in the valley long enough uh, without the moving of God, you'll fall into idolatry every single single time you walk out worshiping what you came out of Egypt with and what God delivered you with will one day bind you they they didn't want to ascend with Moses so now they find themselves in the valley And when they're in the valley, the Bible begins to say that they turn to Aaron and said, make us gods. And what did they use to make those gods? The thing that God delivered them with. And and, and the struggle with us is, is, is the thing that God delivered us with, if put in the wrong context, will sooner or later bind us. And we can become bound to religious tradition because it was the thing God delivered us with. But now it's the thing God needs to deliver us from. Sunday can become your bondage. I feel like I'm I'm talking to home folk. So, So we can understand. Sunday can become your bondage because it validates everything you did not do Monday through Saturday. Okay. And so because of everything we didn't do Monday before, Sunday, Sunday was a place we, that, that's what God delivered us with. Man, you remember when you came down and God filled you with the Holy Ghost and you were baptized in Jesus' name or, or the Sunday God gave you a breakthrough or the Sunday God gave your family deliverance. And, 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 and that was the God, that was the thing God used to bring deliverance. But then what happens after long enough, if you stop moving into the realm of the unknown, the thing God delivered you with is now the thing God has to deliver you from. Because now that same Sunday that served to push you closer to God is the same Sunday that'll validate you being far from God. 
Amen. Amen. And, and, and I'm talking to good people. I, I don't want you to get me wrong. I'm talking to good people. Can I tell you, uh, this city has limitless potential. Amen. Amen. I, I'm going to step out there. Amen. I, I, we, we don't know each other. Uh, you're, you know, none of these men have been whispering in my ears telling me anything. I don't know much about this church. I'll tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. And I was, I was here praying yesterday, and I, I don't know why, but Richmond just feels like a sending church. Ascending church. Amen. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know much about this city, uh, and I don't know why it is that I feel what I feel. Whenever I uh, just drive around the city and uh, uh, spending time in the city just within the last 24 hours, but I can tell you what I feel in prayer. I feel like, I feel like that this church is starting over. You, got, you, guys, you guys have been here. You know what I'm talking about. We're starting over. Some of you guys can feel it. So it's like the liberty we used to have in service we're trying to bring back because it hasn't been here in a while. Some of you guys feel like you're starting over. There's been key people that have thrown in the towel and have left, and they don't even know why. They've just been so discouraged, so frustrated. I'm telling you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. For the Lord tell me that, that, that this ground is not plowed yet. That he's resetting this harvest field. I began to talk to the Lord. I was, I was up here praying, just pacing back and forth, just praying, uh, trying to catch the mind of the Lord. Is this okay? Trying to catch the mind of the Lord. And uh, as I was doing so, uh, I felt this silence. I don't know why the sanctuary was just really quiet. There was nobody here. I just felt this silence. And can I tell you, uh, uh, that's, what, that's what the pulpit has been battling the last little bit here. They've been battling a silent spirit. It's trying to get you to stay quiet. Pastor can't get you to talk anymore. There's some of you, you know who I'm talking to. You're no longer honest about yourself with leadership anymore. You, you used to be at a place that when things were going wrong, you would, you would come to leadership and speak. But now, but now they can't get you to talk anymore. They know something's wrong. You know something's wrong. But we don't know how to speak. And, and I, I'm feeling this. And I said, God, why, why am I feeling this silence? And I felt the Lord speak to me very specifically because I'm trying to get them to speak themselves into a new place. And so the enemy is reversing that by attempting to silence them. The struggle with some of you guys is, is that God won't let you take into this next season what carried you all the way here. That God refuses you to take into this next season what brought you here. But this is comfortable. We're used to this. But it's hard to step out into the water. And God's calling this church to a place that you have not been before. I, 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 I'll tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. I don't know the demographics of this city. Uh, but, but, but I feel like that it's changed as such uh, that you are dealing with a new cultural spirit. 
And the issue that God is having is that he has people that are willing to shout in here but won't speak things out there. And so God has to allow you to feel their bondage so you would get sensitive enough to open up your mouth and say something. Can I tell you what the Holy Ghost is doing? The Holy Ghost is allowing some of you to connect with the bondage of others who aren't here. Some of you can't explain the frustration you've been feeling the last little bit. It's almost been like everything's just kind of shut down for some of you guys. I'm talking to everyone in this building. Those in ministry, those ushers, those. I'm talking to every Sunday school. I'm talking to everyone in this building. For some of you guys, it's almost feel like God has shut down. You can't find God anymore. And the reason is, is because you become so comfortable with where you're at. And the Holy Ghost is saying, I have to allow you to feel. It's, it's, it's the voice of Mordecai calling out to Esther. Don't get so comfortable in the palace that you forget that there was a bigger kingdom at hand right now. I feel like the Holy Ghost is wanting to position us for cultural revival. I've never said this before, but I want you to hear me this. I feel like God is wanting to loose keys into your hands that would give you dominion and access to various cultures. But he can't do that because we have yet to begin to speak things into existence. Beyond that, there, there's, there's, been, there's been a lethargy that's hit us. There's been a complacency that's hit some of us. In church, we act like everything's okay. But we know when we're at home that we're living in ways that we know we should not be living in. And, 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 and pastor will be behind the pulpit. And he knows that God's given him a word. But there's almost this wall that he's hitting because of the silence that's in the pews. Can I tell you, this breakthrough that God's trying to give this church is not going to come from the pulpit because they've spoken enough. It's going to come from the pew. But I want you to hear me very clearly that, that, that if we stay quiet too long, it's not only going to be those out there that will suffer the consequence of that. But God will only feed you with the same manna that you would have given them. I want you to hear me. God will cease to sustain us from being bound with the thing that he delivered us with. If we can all stand just for a little bit. Amen. It's, 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 it's May of Miracles, and, and, and uh, I'm just here to plow the ground so miracles can happen. Amen. Amen. But I want to speak directly to the core of this church. I want to speak to the fiber of this church. You can't take what was back then into what's going to be. What worked before is not going to work now. If, 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 if you're a part of this local body, if you're a part of this local body, I just want you to make your way forward if you feel comfortable doing so. If you consider yourself to be part of this church, if this is your church, 
I just want you to make your way forward. 